Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to another week and another ep. This is 171. I hope you're keeping well and safe and you've managed to do something Star Warsy. Whether you've read a book, played a game, watched a film, at Disney Plus, played with your lightsabers out in the garden while the weather's still good for in the UK, whatever. Whatever takes your fancy. My name's Gary. I'm one of your hosts. And as luck would have it, or fate, whatever you want to call that stuff, we are both recording together. We're in the studio. I was going to say we're in the studio together then, but no studio. Who has a studio anymore? No one. Abbey Road, probably. Not sure. But let's bring him on. He's been flying the, the Falcon solo for a few weeks now. He wasn't here last week. Slacking just a little bit. Mr. Week. Let's bring him on. It's Mr. Solo. It's Mr. Mark Solo. How you doing, dude? Mr. Week. That's what people call me. Mr. Week. Uh, yeah, 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 they will now. Um, yeah, it was a studio. It's a bit It's a bit early 2020, isn't it? Ooh, <laughs> that's a bit, bit, bit pre-COVID. Do you know what, actually? I nearly said pre-COVID then. Just rang my doctors, right? No, this, is, this is, by the way, you know those people that ran online about, hey, those podcasts where two dudes just chat and then don't get to the content. <laughs> well, guess what? Tough shit. <laughs> Right, so <laughs> they uh, rang up the old uh, doctors, surgery, you know, usual thing. Hello, name, date of birth. All right, gave them it. And uh, shit, I'll put you on hold. All right, no worries. And a recorded message came on, right? And the doctor was like, if you were calling about COVID-19, I was like, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> COVID. Right, but then the next sentence... It was like, so he goes, if, you call, if you're calling about COVID-19, please do such and such. Please do note that we also run COVID vaccination clinics. I'm like, make your mind up, mate. How are you saying it? Uh, uh, what? He's, he's fallen foul to being partly scripted. Oh. Yeah. And this COVID, br- yeah. brings it back to Star Wars, doesn't it? Because, of course, Star Wars has scripts. So eat that, you complainers. Yeah. yeah, he knew what he was doing, talking about stuff. That's called a link. I'm a radio professional now because I've got my own microphone that I bought off Amazon. So eat that. Yeah, eat we that, were talking kids. about kit earlier on with work. Gear. They got me thinking. I've not bought any new kit in ages. And oh. if I was, if if I rewound time to Gary, I don't know, five six years ago, I would have been on Amazon and all the all the things. Like, what can mm. I buy? I don't need anything. But what can I buy? Some new podcast kit. Nowadays, it's just like, it's all good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I yeah. get that, mate. You got a decent mic, got the roadcaster, got your headphones. We're just talking about this new interface that I got that's going back. And it's, there is almost no need. 
Like the mic's the best mic you can you could you could use in this circumstance. The roadcaster's fine. I wouldn't even bother with the, the two for now, personally. I'm not I won't be bothered. So it's um Same. Yeah, Same. Danny loves his gear though, doesn't he? He's always buying gear. Danny <laughs> who did the guest slot a few weeks ago, he works with us. He's got yeah. gear coming out of his, his eyeballs. Like he's had to get rid of his eyeballs to get more gear in so that gear can come out of his eyeballs. That's how much gear he's got. They call him eyeballless <laughs> Danny. Not to his face, not because they're scared of him, but just <laughs> honestly, he's got any always find the clobber. Yeah, he's a funny he's a funny dude, Danny. He's a lovely bloke, our colleague, Mr. Danny Brown, but I, I find his attitude puzzling <laughs> to to podcast gear because I've listened to him podcast for, I don't know year and a half now two years and he's bought loads of different kit and he sounds the same like his podcast sounds the same you know what that is and then danny we love you but i reckon you're just forgetting to change your settings <laughs> you know what i mean you log on you like log on to your recording gear input <laughs> mac <laughs> output <laughs> mac, mac. <laughs> or oh, some, some old shitty software i mean not shitty software but software that you don't use anymore like uh Input Mac, output Soundflower, sixteen channel. You know what I mean? Remember Soundflower. those days? Yeah. Let's root some audio through uh, this imaginary thing that we've got. <laughs> in it. Let's do some mix minus. Why? Because it's in the How to Podcast Guide. Audio hijack. Audio yeah. hijack. That was a one. Yeah, 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 one. yeah. And uh, get your luffs wow. right. But I don't know. We did. That. We've just become that podcast that talks about shit before we get to the content. And you know what? Fine. Well, do you know what, dude? I'm a big believer in a lot of the times when you're listening to a podcast that is like ours, which is just nonsense. I think I think people tune in for 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 the hosts, you know, and what we're up to and what we're about and stuff. It, if it was just shop, if it was just Star Wars, there's loads of podcasts for that. You can go and listen mm. to twenty different podcasts that won't even tell you their name, the name of the host. It's just all Star Wars news and shop. So. That, if that's your flavour, then then go and do that. But mm. yeah, you got 171 episodes into this. If you don't know what's coming, you know, <laughs> yeah, fool me once, fool me 170 more times. <laughs> that's on me. Ask me no questions. I'll tell you no lies. Yeah, <laughs> and that's them saying it. But related to that, week. if this is your if this is your first time listening to Spark of Rebellion, then good luck. You know. If you look on your screen, whatever podcast app you're listening to, there's the little plus 15 seconds button. Keep tapping that. <laughs> and it does say 15 seconds. It's very yeah. accurate, that player. Very good. Tap that a few times and uh, you'll get to the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of good stuff, we've got a bit of a varied show this week. Not massive amounts of big important news, but we've got like a little grab bag of, of stuff to go through. We've got some... Uh, some slippages on dates and things. We've got some Disney Plus updates, casting and, and that kind of thing. Uh, we've got a cancellation we need to talk about, dude, which is a bit gutting. And then we've got a little bit of comic book news and then we're going to finish up with an update to a fan project that we spoke about back on Spark of Rebellion in February. We had one of the dudes that was heading up that project. We interviewed him, which is cool. And they've just launched their big first first update to 1.0. So we'll we'll update you on that very quickly. So kicking off my good buddy i'm not going to do the how are you how was your star wars week and all that stuff let's just don't need to don't need to didn't need to so we've already established that we have a about 10 ish minutes of nonsense so let's cut that down a bit the mandalorian dude season three back in star wars 
back at Star Wars Celebration, which was in was it May, June, there was um, a big presentation around that, and we got a teaser trailer and some deets and stuff. Mr. Favreau went on record on his mother's grave and said that Mando Season 3 was going to drop in February next year. That was a lie. That was a big, fat lie, because now they've taken the February bit off. So now if you look at any of the details around Season 3, it now just says streaming 2023. And we know that there are very many levels where, especially people like Disney and Lucasfilm, when they announce their things, they really like to hold off on the gla- on the um, sort of being granular with the dates and stuff until they get quite close to it. Like they did with Andor. So I think it was about a month ago, five weeks ago for Andor on the Twitter feed. They released that schedule that had the exact dates for every episode, when it's going to land. All cushy, nice. Um, but for Mando Season 3, it was going to be Feb. Now it's just 2023. So I don't know what to make of this, dude. My gut tells me that it's probably going to be a couple of months after that. There's been a little bit of slippage and it's probably going to be Easter time, sort of Aprilish time, I would say, for Season 3. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's been a washout, hasn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's a funny one. It's probably <laughs> worth like reporting on the next bit of news related to release dates as well, uh, pertaining to the Bad Batch. Just because I think that's probably like the same story. So a bad batch has been shifted to January next year. And um, <clears throat> I think the, the reporting on this is superior hype for the bad batch shit. And I, I think that is what they're saying there, which is we, we it looks like so things are not conflicting, like Mando's not conflicting with bad batch. And I reckon that might be, that might just be it. I, I don't know if it's a Mando problem. I think it might be a bad batch problem. Um, and they've got to ship that out. But then if they were to put Bad Batch out after Mando, the gap between them simply would have been too long. Um, and we saw, you know, we saw Mando in Boba Fett this year. So maybe that's it. I, I don't, because of the trailer <clears throat> and because it's their big tentpole, I don't see it personally as being a, a Mando problem. I honestly don't. I think it would, it would, it would take a lot for them to really make a mess of Mando. You know, mm. so I don't know. My gut just tells me this is probably a bad batch thing. There's something probably going on with that, and that could be everything from production issues with something like Bad Batch, or like a, you know maybe Manda, or it could be to do with one of the other stories later, which is to do with some of the casting for Ahsoka. You know, maybe there's a little bit of retcon work going on, or a little bit of retrospective, you know, work going on to Manda or to Bad Batch to kind of squeeze some story beats in that maybe connect up. I don't know. That's just reading into it. And we always mm. get that shit wrong, but <laughs> I, ju- I just don't think this is a Mando thing. I think it's a, we've seen what they do with Marvel. It's rare they cross things over, you know, so we, with one IP, you've always got one series. It's rare that you've got two Star Wars series or you've we've never seen that. Uh, same with Marvel, you know, there's never two Marvel series because it's a subscription model. They want to keep people in there. So it seems silly to overlap. Don't know, man. I just think it's that. I just, I do. I think it's just that. Hmm. No, I'm inclined to agree with you on that, dude. I think because it's the third season of Mando, they're kind of, you'd you'd have thought that they would know what they're doing with that now and what to expect. Like if this was its first outing of season one, because they introduced a load of new tech when they were filming it in the production and all that jazz and yeah, might've been a a few challenges there, but I don't know. I think with season three, you're right, dude. I think uh, not so much a Mando problem, but just restructuring it around some of the other things. And you never know with animation as well. Animation's a funny old... A funny old game. I I seem to remember that most of the 
most of the Pixar stuff, if you've ever seen any behind the scenes stuff of any Pixar films, there's inevitably like a whole period of like, we need to rewrite this. The story's not working, blah, blah, blah. So they push things back and all that stuff. So yeah, you're probably right, dude. It's probably uh, something else. And the other shows, I think, um, uh, according to the direct.com, which I was unaware of, I didn't think they'd even got far into it, but apparently that show Skeleton Crew starring, uh, is it Jude Law? I think it's Jude Law. That's, uh, that's already wrapped. All the filming's done on that. So we would expect that to land at some point next year as well, alongside the new Ahsoka series. Mm. So yeah, probably a bit of a, a bit of a reshuffle to get that, um, separate up I, i'm guessing but yeah. i agree man this is and season two which is not probably not going to be next year of course it will probably be the year after they don't know what's going on with obi-wan like this could this could be to you know to to, to future protect uh the the kind of streaming timeline you know maybe the like you said maybe they're sort of planning stuff in the future and they want less gaps between them and they're happy with a gap now um so because yeah. we've got andor and you got i think the thing to remember as well is that we've got because <clears throat> Bad Batch was going to come out in fall, but then you've got Andor, which is... Andor's 12 episodes. Now, it's three episode drop that followed by nine episodes. Um, so that's... I mean, that's coming out 21st. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Counting that's nine. the 23rd and of Ember. Um, so, I mean... You've only got like six, seven weeks until Bad Batch comes out after that. I think it, it, I do. I think you're probably right, man. I think it's like something to do with next year, something to do with Mando and uh, overall and, and, and Bad Batch, but just accounting for the fact that they've probably got a bit more, uh, like they can probably bleed a bit more out of these if they spread them out a little bit, get the marketing right. Like you touched on it last week. Um, Andor comes out and the second, like the week before Andor comes out, it's like, oh, here's Bad Batch. You know, m- maybe, maybe they've, figured that out themselves uh, there's, there could be all sorts of reasons for it but i don't think it's i think what i'm trying to get at is, and, and what you were sort of saying as well is it, it's probably not a concern no i don't think so because we've had we've had news drop in the past over the last couple of years where you can spot a concern a mile off and we'll get to one of those in a little bit but this doesn't sound like uh like one of those things so if you were looking forward to the mando dropping in february sorry about that I'm not apologising on behalf of me or Spark of Rebellion. Just want to uh, uh, underscore that with some some legal terms there. Um, but sorry on behalf of... Actually, not even on behalf of those guys. Just deal with it. It will just come out later. So enjoy the Bad Batch before that. That's definitely going to drop in January. January 4th. So they missed the boat a little bit there. That would have been an amazing like New Year's Day hangover. Um, you know, before you go out and do all your... You know, you're shopping for the rest of the week, but you can't really be bothered because you've got a blistering hangover from New Year's Eve the night before. You would have chilled back on the sofa, cup of tea, bit of bad batch. They missed the boat on that one. But anyway, that's what Cobra Kai was was good for, wasn't it? uh, Pre-Netflix, Cobra Kai was mint for that. Mint. Yeah. Mint. Season five, dude. What's your score out of 10? Do you know what? To start with, and this is a digression... To start with, I was like, oh, this is a bit teen drama. Even the music's a bit teen drama, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you've got to do things that sometimes mean that we just keep saying the word sometimes because it just makes the effect look better <laughs> when you say sometimes. Have you seen Smallville? Yeah, we're just doing that all the time. Yes, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like yeah. four episodes of it. And then the middle episodes were like, oh, sneaky. And then the last few episodes were just like, oh shit, that got dark quick. Mm. <laughs> Did mm -hmm. it? Yeah. It was a fucking sword. I was like, yeah. oh, that was, I liked it, man. I thought I, my score would be like nine out of 10, I think. Oh, sweet. Yeah, dude, the, the last half of it was just some badass stuff, man. And yeah. you got you got to like LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso, a little bit more as well because he has been a whiny bitch, man. Like every yeah. season, he just... Anyway, yeah. we'll and do a spoilers. Cobra podcast. We'll do all that stuff for you. Don't worry. But for yeah, now... Yeah, we should do that, actually, shouldn't we? But uh, I will say no. spoilers, though. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Fast forward 15 seconds if you don't want to hear Cobra Kai spoilers. Definitely wanted more Mike Barnes. Yeah, he was cool. He was, was cool, cool with Johnny as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Correct, yeah. his bad boy. <laughs> Not today, mate. Not today. Sir. Not today. I'm surprised he was only in it for a little bit as well. I thought they would have, yeah. He might be back next season and Chosen was the man. Chosen's hilarious. And rock when hard he was well. smashed. Yeah, when he was smashed. Yeah, bless him. Um, I honestly, the one thing I was I was missing from season five though is that there wasn't much in the way of um, curveballs or mm. sort of ruses. I fully expected Mike Barnes to have been accosted by Silver early on and he was just playing around with Daniel and he would turn up later on and kick his ass and all that. Lot. And even maybe even um, Chosen, for some reason I had this thing in my head that Silver had got to him, mm -hmm. you know, before and he was, I don't know. So it was fairly sort of paint by numbers story-wise, yeah. narratively, but it was so cool though. Very cool. It's just easy to watch, isn't it? It's just mm -hmm. easy to watch. But anyway, we digress. So, Cobra Kai, 9 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. 9, maybe. Uh, right, talking of TV shows, this is just a very quick one. Before we get on to some casting news, did you see the posters that landed for Andor and how well the marketing team have pulled their socks up compared to some of the previous Disney Plus stuff that has landed over the last year or so? Mm. And you're right, I mentioned this last week. It's very funny to me that the the big one that you mentioned the tentpole the mandalorian and stuff that's been out for a couple of seasons already and even obi-wan to a degree um it, it felt like the marketing team were like we don't really need to sell obi-wan because it's obi-wan like people already know how badass that is and how good it's going to be uh, for the mandalorian it was like yeah a couple of teaser trailers a couple of tiny little behind the scenes bits but they reserve that for like additional Disney Plus shows after the fact. I feel like with Andor, they've really ramped it up a lot. It feels like we've had loads of stuff on Twitter. We've had schedules released. We've had behind the scenes interviews already. We've had the cast members being interviewed across various different blogs and, and all the rest of it. And now we've got these cool posters. But um, I just wanted to mention these because they remind me of the really old, I can't remember what they are, the old series a one sheets or something like that from a new mm. hope and the empire strikes back where it's got this very deliberate kind of um old school grainy looking paper sort of effect mm. to it um and these look very cool and it's very it's just really cool that they've they've pumped out content in the run-up to the series and um and given us a little bit more of a taster and stuff to look forward to so i wouldn't mind getting these posters um framed dude they look very cool yeah i like them as well um I always struggle with uh, people like Stellan Skarsgård, though. Like, I'd love to get him framed, but I never see the character. I always see the actor. You know what I mean? So oh, I'm, yeah. I have to... Like, Mark Hamill's Mark Hamill now, but he's always Luke Skywalker, and you know what I mean? It is, so I always... 
like when they do the, the figures, it's like, okay, I'll do the Anakin one and even the Obi-Wan one, but I can't do this guy because that's just the guy from Thor. Uh, best example Wars. of that in Star Wars for me is um, uh, Apollo Creed, obviously. Yeah. You know, from it? Mandalorian. Yeah. Cause you, and the thing is, you can't help him just thinking <laughs> he's going to whack out like any line that <laughs> Apollo Creed said. And even the writers are probably like, we can't put that in because Apollo Creed said it in passing and someone will do you know what I mean <laughs> you know you can they, 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 like you can't imagine like you know what Bendo what you bounty hunt good but I'm bounty hunter <laughs> and you're like right exactly, exactly yeah you can't be different though right, isn't it? so but I do like these posters <clears throat> what I do like about these posters as well is from a, a cost saving perspective right <laughs> So if you look at the look at the posters, because they are lovely posters, nice sort of uh, look like that paint effect. But they're like, right, we're gonna do one of Mon Mothma, right? Just move those X wings about a bit. You mean <laughs> just stick them on the other side? And just get rid of one. Just get rid of one and just put put them on the other side. Yeah. yeah, but why don't we draw two more that are different? Now just right, take that one and get rid. Just press. I'll do it. Press delete, right? And then move, get these two. Yes, get the lasso. Get these two <laughs> and pop them over there. Right, you see that aerial that's connected to that other aerial? Yeah, make that bigger. <laughs> and then on the Stellan Skarsgård one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what we just did with the aerial? Yeah, undo it. Command Z. Yeah. Right, that's good. Command S, Command P, print, send. Kathleen, sign it off. Mm -hmm. Get it out. But they are nice. But yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> There is a lot of reused, like, components in it, which I think is hilarious. I always like seeing that sort of stuff. Like, the smoke, just slightly different. You can just see the layers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Delete that layer. A little bit, yeah. Like, he did one poster, and he's like, sweet. We we absolutely love, uh, you know, the, the title character. But we need another two. Yeah. But we need them tomorrow. Oh, all right, then. They might be a bit samey. That's all right. Just... You know, tweak them a little bit. Well, I can create a brush in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Do the clouds. Just, it's all fine. You could probably go on like B Hansen and just get some brushes. Get on Dribbable with the old three Bs. Get on Dribble. Yep. Get himself yep. three brushes. Stamp, stamp, yep. stamp. How many more X-Wings do you want? None. Yeah. That's plenty. And also, I found this Photoshop action that when I finish the artwork, <laughs> it just like converts all the layers into this like pencil paintery effect. It's badass. Yeah. yeah. How much Gaussian blue are you putting on that? I don't know, 10, 15%, if that, with noise, with noise. Noise. I mean, it's hap happened a lot, but it's, uh, they are nice posters. It just, it, they, they've got that Rogue One-esque feel to them, which I think is, uh, they're trying hard to replicate the Rogue One vibe, mm -hmm. you know, that, that kind of, the dirtiness. Because um, that's, these kind of posters wouldn't fly with like The Last Jedi or with Force Awakens. You want big, shiny, cinematic, blockbuster movie. Even with the character posters, everything's fully posed, very well lit, photography based. And even if it's not, even if it's painted, it's the classic Star Wars painting. You know, it, it is. Um, so yeah, I do like them, man. You know, all joking aside, I do, I do, I do think they are pretty cool. Um, they are cool. You just don't see them anywhere now. Like, we're going to see these in bus stops? I hope so. I want to see them in places. Yeah. For people to get the markers out and graffiti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, they are cool. And I think um, 
uh, the dude that plays Cassian Andor, is it Diego Diego Luna? Yeah. That's the guy, yeah. Uh, he did say in an interview recently that um, the series as a whole is very kind of dark and grungy and mm. dirty. And he really, he really wanted to, him personally, really wanted to carry over that, what you said, that kind of dirtiness and that darker side from, from Rogue One into the series. And I think that's important, right? Because if it had a completely different look and feel and vibe to it, it would have just been disjointed and just wouldn't work. So fair play. Well, and apparently the as well. Reflect that. Yeah. yeah, to that point, apparently season two will lead into Rogue One. So mm. uh, it sounds like there's a bit of a two-season plan for that one, and we're going to see different timelines. I think I think you can sort of feel that in the trailer because you see that there's like, oh, this must be a long time ago because he doesn't have a beard, you know? So it's that, mm. which is a really obvious kind of... Um, visual character trait that you can that, that, that is, is frequently used in everything you know like we need a bad guy stick a goatee on him so it's I, I quite <laughs> like all that stuff but I'm, I'm curious about it like how well it'll translate the Rogue One stuff but also it's clearly got to connect like to Revenge of the Sith which I think Obi-Wan did really quite nicely and this one will have to tie to it so much more so like they're two very different feels those like Revenge of the Sith is all Coruscant shiny shiny senate senate um and it, whilst it's dark, like on Mustafar and all that sort of stuff, it's not it's not the same kind of dark as Rogue One, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. about how they'll tonally be able to do that, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, they pay a decent salary over there. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Right, they're the posters for Andor. And then last bit of um, news around Disney Plus and TV and stuff. Something that you and I have spoken about, what feels like forever now when we've spoken about the ahsoka series and are they going to bring back ezra from rebels is that going to be ahsoka's mission is to try and find ezra after he got essentially kidnapped by the space dolphins the space whales whatever they were and you know off to whatever part of the galaxy or universe whatever that might be so some casting announcements that landed the other day I think I'm saying this right, Iman, it's not Iman, is it? That sounds like an 80s cartoon. It's Iman Esfandi has been cast as Ezra Bridger in the upcoming Ahsoka series, which, to be honest with you, I think they needed to do this bit because there's just been nothing about that series, even though some of the other things that are in production on Disney Plus for Star Wars, we've had little bits of news drop for that. Ahsoka seems to have just went, and that's that's always a bad sign. Whenever Star Wars just goes radio silent on something to do with quote-unquote in production stuff that's a bad sign red flag so i think they really needed to do something just drop a little bit of news or even if it was a leak and just allow the leak to go out and then just comment on it later whatever so i'm reading this over at superherohype.com and yeah it's just one of those cool bits it's like we had no idea what ahsoka was going to be doing what one of the themes in in the series was and yeah, so now Ezra has been cast. We have no idea what the size of the role. Um, apparently, it's a key role in the series, but we have no idea, you know, what's going to happen in terms of how he slots in and out around what Ahsoka's doing. But two questions for you. Number one, are you happy about this? And number two, based on this, do you think we will have a casting announcement at some point, possibly for Thrawn? Uh, yes and yes. I, I, I would imagine that, well to the first question he looks just like him he does he's crazy good (laughs) 
Crazy good. So yeah, I'm 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 in for this one. Um, regarding Throne, I my gut tells me that this is going to be a big actor. I don't know why. <clears throat> I just feel like they're going to get someone like a Mark Strong or a um, someone that the fans have cast. And, Anthony and, and, Hopkins, Big Ant, the Hoppers, mm. Hoppinator, um, Arislane. Um, yeah, I, I, do, I just think it's going to be a big one. So I don't think, it, I think it will be saved for the, uh, probably the first trailer reveal, unless it's a leak. Do you know what I mean? I think it'll yeah. come around yeah. the time of the first trailer. Um, I, I, I fail to see how it's not going to get leaked personally. I think it'll get leaked. Um, but yeah, I think we've got to see a throne. And what I'm curious about with this one, is that you don't cast someone and say it's a key role only for that person to show up right at the end as a, oh, we did find you, you know? So I don't know whether we're going to see one of two things, like half the season or whatever, or maybe it's a three-act structure to the season where it's, you know, act one or even half of the season is the journey, the finding, the exposition on what's gone on in that time frame, because that's... A good 10 years in canon timeline since he disappeared. So this kid's nearly 30 now. So is it going to be, you know, first part of it is exposition and then we find them and there's a journey back and that's the toil and then season two uh, is all, it may potentially sets up like Ezra's part in the world as it is right now because Luke's there and so on and so forth. Or do you get these adjacent or these, sorry, these parallel storylines that are running. You know, here's what Thrawn and Ezra have been up to or are up to, or is there's a time jump or do we see a flashback? I, so I'm curious about that because you wouldn't announce the casting if it was just going to be a, here's the last episode. Oh shit, that is Ezra. We found him. Like, da-da. A bit like, you know, Mark Hamill in, in, in Force Awakens. It's like, you just wouldn't do it, would you? You know? So I don't know. That, that's got me curious. Yeah. Yeah, same. And I think um, I think you're right on the. My gut tells me the second mm. of the options you spoke about. I think we're going to see some some nice typical Star Wars wipes transition between scenes that will then cut to uh, to Ezra and Thrawn because that strikes me as something where they have to work together to a degree to try and get back from wherever they were, you know, beamed up from. So yeah, I, I'm 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 tempted to go with the latter, and also um, yeah, I think you're right. I think the the Thrawn one, mind you, they kept uh, Liam Neeson under wraps pretty well. Yeah, true. So maybe maybe that maybe I don't know. But then again, for me, if Ezra is going to be in this and have a fairly meaty role, I would say that Thrawn has to be in it at the same time, unless we have a serious timeline jump where all the stuff has already happened with Ezra and Thrawn, and now we're at this other bit where Ezra's on his own somewhere or something. I don't know. But um, but it's cool, though. And I think we needed a bit of news around Ahsoka because uh, yeah. it's been a bit quiet. Yep. There it's, we go. it's a tough one with Thrawn as well, though. Just a quick point on that one. Like, He's such a big presence in the Imperial canon that like, how are they going to write it in such a way that it won't affect and, and wreck on the sequel trilogy uh, any of the books that have, because Thrawn is like, 
you know, in the books is dedicated to the Chiss ascendancy, but also to the Empire, like part-time sort of, you know, on the sly. That's his second sort of commitment, if you like. He's got the ties with Anakin and all the stuff there, you know, and Ahsoka and Luke's got these massive ties to that. So he's, he's an interesting, problematic character because he's that big that if Thrawn was around, he would end up the boss. Like there would be no Kylo Ren, there would be no Snoke, mm-hmm. the, you know, or there would, you know, does he bring, do they bring in the clone in the Mount Tanti stuff that ties to, 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 uh, to the Bad Batch and then back to Exegol and the Emperor. And it's, it's a, he poses a problem as much as we all want to see it. He's just that, it's like bringing in, um, it, it is like bringing in like, a, that's what Mace Windows back. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. He would have mm-hmm. instead of being actively stopping this stuff. So go ahead and try and explain that. You know, mm. it's that big. It's that if not bigger, because it's Thrawn. Yeah, that's true. And listener, if you've not read any of the books around Thrawn, it's definitely worth a dive into. Into those, they're very cool. But it can't be understated just how big of an impact he has throughout the um, th- that that pocket of time when he's involved directly with the Emperor and in the empire itself and his you know his level of authority across that like you said it's weird because like we all want to see him in the show we want to see a live action version of thrawn it would be awesome but yeah that's a big ass problem to have maybe we'll talk to ryan johnson about that maybe he will he will solve that he's pretty good with that stuff big time. who knows who knows but there we go amantis fandy there's been a cast has been a cast, has been cast as Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka. And that does land next year. So although it's next year, I don't know when it's going to land, but not too long to wait for that stuff. Moving on to something that's not going to land next year or anytime soon, it looks like. Bless her, old Patty Jenkins. She was so excited in that reveal trailer as well. Remember that little video they put out over a year ago now, I think it was, where she's on the airstrip and she's rollerblading around and she's talking about, her dad being in the air force and the love of you know military planes and dogfighting and all that stuff the air force and then she links into star wars so beautifully she sees walking off to a to an x-wing and she's like this is like my dream thing to make as a filmmaker and stuff like that and your heart melted a little bit and the music was lovely and you thought this is going to be badass this is going to be like top gun in star wars with rogue squadron alas to quote Boris Johnson, alas, it has been canned, seemingly. So it was put back, wasn't it? I think it was put back, I don't know. Earlier this year, they said, you know, she's got commitments to other things, probably the Wonder Woman stuff and some other bits and pieces. But don't worry, it's coming. It's just delayed. Now it seems it's been... While there's been no official, like, yes, we've stopped it, it's never going to happen, they've just completely removed it from the production calendar and schedule and stuff. So it's one of those things, you could word this a few different ways, it's been indefinitely postponed, that's another good one that they usually wheel out or whatever. But yeah, dude, Rogue Squadron, ain't happening, mate, not for a while anyway. Gutted or you're not bothered? Um, Not gutted. Because I wasn't invested that much in it to start with. It was a fairly new franchise. If you assume it was going to be a franchise, which it clearly would be. Um, and it, it was it was one of those sort of, you know, a little bit like a rogue one where it's it's all right to stand alone and 
it's, from from a fan's perspective, not that much riding on it. Um, and it, I don't know about this one. It's sort of odd to me that they say it in this article actually. Is it purely just because they've you know, a couple of scheduling problems? You know, they've got to get other stuff done. Patty Jenkins is probably because of the original delays, like you said, Wonder Woman three, which I hope they don't make because the second one was shocking. Just <laughs> is is that the problem, and is it just a delay? You know, because the window to get this thing done and out by that date is, I mean, that is tight in fifteen months to get something of that size out. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just that, or have they pulled a? If they pulled a full cancellation on us, and we, you know, do we just does it just peter out of the consciousness, and we never hear anything about it? I don't know if I'm honest, man. I think you were right in 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 again, like you just saying, I've got no idea what this is. I, I don't know, but I'm not that invested in it. I'm not in that invested in it. Um, mm. The problem with Top Gun in space is making the best fighter pilot film is that since that interview, Top Gun Maverick came out. And that's true yeah like good luck beating that mm-hmm. good luck I wouldn't want to see any other fighter pilot film ever again there's almost no <laughs> point because <laughs> it is that good it's a bloody good film isn't it Maverick yeah it's yeah. like probably the only 10 out of 10 film that I've seen for like the last 10 years great film and you can t- you can tell that Tom Cruise is all over it as well it's got that it's got that Almost old school yeah. blockbuster kind of action feel to it that you don't get these days. Right from film. the beginning. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, it's, because it's like 2022, a lot of people would have pulled away from like, oh, we don't want to go 80s, we don't want to go blockbuster, we've got to be more arty, we've got to be clever, we've got to be smarter. Even all the twists that they lay on for you, they just hit them head on and go, nah, that's not a twist, mate. That's <laughs> just, nah. It's all good, like spoilers. <laughs> Nah, he's not going to die. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he, of course he's not. It's Tom fucking Cruise. <laughs> like, Tom Cruise. And that's yeah. what I like about it. It's almost, it's, it reminds me a little bit of Venom in no other way than like with Venom. It's just in the bit in the original Venom where Tom Hardy's like, why do you want to stay? He's just like, I just do. I just like it here. And you're like, oh, fucking hell, that's enough. Like, you don't have to be clever. You don't have to be, it was like a proper 90s style superhero movie like, I don't need more than that. It doesn't have to be connected, doesn't it? And so Top Ma- Maverick was the same, just lent into it all. But then, it, it does it take away some of this appetite? I don't know. Do we want to see another space bloody dogfight? I, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe there's something in that, genuinely. I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm a not sure, money, dude. Man. It's a difficult one. Yeah, it's a difficult one because... The whole X-Wing thing and the Rogue Squadron thing... It's difficult to put any kind of weight on those characters because throughout every film, everything you've ever seen, the X-Wing's been involved in. It's either been Luke Skywalker leading the chase or it's been Poe Dameron. The rest of them, like you said, we're not really invested in them as, as characters, you know? So how much weight can you put on something like that? Does it just become a sort of the A-team in space? mixed with Top Gun in space, mixed with, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just very, it, I find it very difficult to quantify any kind of excitement based on just, oh, we want to make a, a flight sim Top Gun in space. I don't know. 
you would have maybe had so to maybe it's not like a, a bad thing yeah but maybe you needed to have a poor dameron in there that's a great point man like i just don't care enough about the characters to worry if they're going to die or not that's a real mm. a real consequential thing for movie makers because they need to know what 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 our audience is going to feel and and and, and is it is it going to test well because it's, it's hit the emotional beats? Like they can spend all this money developing these emotional beats, only for them to fall flat because we just we've only got we've only spent an hour with this person. And I know it's doable, but I think you raise a good point, dude. You know, yeah. we've not had two or three films. You know, Captain America was with us for all those movies. You know, Iron Man it hit because it hit. You know, if you think about, um, you know, um, Killmonger. You know, mm, yeah. it was it was a shame that he died and it hit a little bit in the movie, but it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like when Leia died or when Luke, you know, died or... So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you nailed that, dude. I think you nailed it. Yeah. I think it's inherent, it comes inherently with this type of franchise. You they try and get away from all the stuff that people know and love, but that's where the weight is. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where the, the gravitas is. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not with yeah. these new things, you know, and that's why, that's why some of them, I think, are struggling a little bit. It's a good point, man. A little bit, yeah. There's not enough emotional investment, not enough time to get into the characters. So when something does happen, good or bad, it's like, ah, oh, that happened. All right, anyway, no more Rogue Squadron at now, um, for now at least. That might, I don't know. This is the, I, this, I can't see this coming back, dude. But you never know. Uh, obviously, we'll keep you updated if we hear anything. But for now, it's off the books. Um, to wrap up with a couple of quick stories then, so the High Republic is moving into phase two of its multimedia initiative. So phase one, we had all the stories that came through in book format. Now they're moving on to, I guess it's still books, but now we're into the comics phase. So Star Wars The High Republic issue number one is going to drop on October 12th. So next month we'll see a whole new um, uh just a plethora of stories revolving around all the different characters that we've been introduced um, via the High Republic stuff. And the first one will, um, this first story will focus around one of the Jedis. It's um, Vildar Mack, and he is off to um, the uh, the Holy City on Jeddah, uh, which we saw in, in Rogue One, obviously. So he's there. He's been posted there by the, the, the Jedi Order. And we don't know about much of the decision about why he's been sent there but we're just diving into his mind a little bit and uh, he's one of these kind of troubled jedis where he's very much committed to the cause and everything he knows obviously what the crack is but he's haunted by these visions of when a sith invaded his home planet killed all of his family and other jedi it seems and uh he has constant nightmares and stuff kind of parallels a little bit it's what we saw with anakin you know when he became you know a jedi and uh, a jedi knight at least but he was haunted about these visions and nightmares and stuff. It's kind of, kind of parallels that a little bit. So um, I'm not sure I'll be picking these up, dude. I might just wait for these to come out in sort of trade paperback, just get them collected. I won't pick up the single issues, but at least the High Republic is cracking on, dude. Phase two. Yeah, man. Uh, there's been some interesting comics. Uh, there was a there was a something that I saw on Twitter, one of the Marvel ones, which showed Porter Engel, one of the Jedi who's in his youth, who was like this badass, legendary Jedi. And uh, this this new comic that I saw on 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 the Twitter was like documenting some of his use. So yeah, I, I like some of these. I'm like, I won't buy them, and I probably won't even get the trades. But I'll I'll get them on a a Marvel Unlimited subscription in the future. You know, just a quick quick jaunt through them on my iPad when I'm on holiday or whatever. Um, but they do That's look interesting. Yeah. He, he always he looks as well. This guy, 
if you look at one of the panels, the second, so after the cover, the first panel where it says Kifex, the inner rim. Mm-hmm. Good. It looks like, um, what was the guy that brought the Thundercats? Mumra. No, not the bad guy. The good oh. guy. Jaga. Jaga. Oh, yeah. The, he looks like Jaga. The ghost, yeah. Yeah. Just Biff. in Mumra's Fucking cloak. Yeah. Thundercats was badass, man. He stole everything, didn't it? It was like, had a He-Man in there. It had Thundercats rock, the rocks from Thundera that were like kryptonite. It had the bloody Force Ghosts with Jaga. Oh, man. Total plagiarism. It was freaking mint. Um, and I, I loved your references badass. last week. Yeah. But yeah, this guy looks like Jaga. So that's that. Yeah. And actually, he was uh, a cat. if you go down to the next page, the reason why I said Mumra is on the next page, the panel in the middle where he's like, he remembered the darkness. That is a pose that Mumra did in the. That is Mumra through and through, mate, on that next panel. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. 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 Oh, Thundercats, even... dude. Oh, it was wow. great, mate. It was Panthro. Great. He was moody, wasn't he? Oh, he yeah. I've got a right tit on. Yeah. Don't mess yeah. the car up. All right, Panthro, shut up. Shut up, dude. All right. Anyway, the High Republic. Issue number one is going to drop, because we will go on a tangent, we haven't got time, uh, is going to drop next month. So let us know. If you pick them up, hit us up on the Twitter, um, sparkrebellion.com forward slash Twitter. Let us know if you get these and what you think, because we're interested in the High Republic stuff as we move forward. They've still got their foot on the gas, which is good. And then lastly, I just want to give you a very quick update. So back in February, we had a guy called Jay, um, or some people refer to him as Halo, um, who spoke about a big restoration fan project that was going on for Star Wars Galaxies, the game that was out on PC years ago. Still got a huge fan following, and they were doing a big restoration project, not just in terms of how it looks, but a load of gameplay mechanics and story and so on. They've now got to the point where all of the pre-proper version 1. Point stuff is out of the way, and they're getting ready to launch that. And that is going to be dropping on tomorrow. So when you listen to this podcast today, Saturday, the 17th of September, they're going to push out the 1.0 update, which is like the first proper base, I guess. And that is going to introduce everybody to Mustafar, which is going to be very awesome. A whole new location within the game. Um, 30 new um, quest lines and experiences. um, A load more stuff around the Jedi unlocking system, the community side of things, all of that stuff that we spoke about. If you haven't listened to it yet, I'll stick a link in the show notes. It's episode, um, what was it? Episode 142, which was back in February this year. We spoke to him for about 45 minutes, a really cool guy. So all of that stuff that he spoke about, plus all this new stuff is going to land. So if you were interested in that game and you've got a fairly decent PC, you want to roll with that, then that's going to drop today. Um, Star Wars Galaxies Restoration 1.0. So go and do it. Go and do it if you're a gamer. Uh, right, yo. Let's wrap there, dude, for episode 171. Been cool to have you back. Been cool for me to be back. It's cool for us both to be back in the uh, in the old Falcon. She's looking a bit rusty though. I think she needs a bit of work. So um, yeah, we'll do that in between eps. But uh, yeah, it's good to chat Star Wars, dude. Wait a minute, what does that mean? That mean I've got to do some work. I don't understand what you just said. That's what we're doing. Is that you trying to buy more gear on Amazon? I don't know. What are we restoring? What are we doing? We're going to park up at the little yeah. thing on. Uh, you know, in Mandalorian, that was crazy mechanic woman with all the little droids. Oh, yeah. We'll go well, and see her. She'll sort it out. She'll have some. Uh, 
that's some WD-40 on it, I would have thought it would be alright. But no, it has been good to be back. I think I'm... Uh, I think I might be Dan Seth. No, no, I'm not next week, actually. I'm not I'm not, I'm not Dan Seth next week. I'm Dan Seth week after, so we might have to record a bit early because I don't want to keep going solo between us, you know. People, people tune in. People buy our CDs because they want both of us, you know. So, exactly. gotta go flex. But uh, cheers for covering last week. It was hilarious. Not as hilarious as when we're both here, but still, good. Still a 9 out of 10 in most scoring systems. And uh, see you next week, everyone. <laughs> Indeedy. If this was on Trustpilot, I'm sure I'd get three and a half. You know, when they just colour in half the star. Oh, ain't that annoying. Colour in the pixels. Yeah, I'd probably get three and a half or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I love, I love about Trustpilot? Sorry, digress, right? It's always, yeah, really enjoyed this thing, but my gardener didn't cut my lawn properly. It's always like an unrelated problem. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I enjoyed this hotel, <laughs> yeah. but someone in Leeds hit my car two weeks ago. You know, I was... What? Yeah. Oh, thanks for listening. It's a therapy session as well, Trust Pilot. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Tune in next week for episode 172, where we'll bring you all the latest Star Wars news and what's going on in a galaxy far, far away. In the meantime, make sure you are following and subscribing within your podcast app so you don't miss a show and it lands every Saturday. We're on the socials as well, Instagram and Twitter. Just go to sparkofrelling.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Instagram. We post Star Wars stuff throughout the week. And lastly, if you like Spark of Rebellion and you want to support us, you can join our other patrons over on Patreon and you can throw some bucks our way. We invest everything back into the show to make sure that our content is consistent and rocking and rolling. And thank you so much to our current patrons. We love you guys. So just head over to sparkrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. You can jump on from a dollar upwards there and get yourself some SOR swag, etc. Until next week, take care of yourselves and may the force be with you always. <laughs>